you Yeah, yo There whenever it matters and even more when you feel like it doesn't Protect you so you never feel like you wasn't Know I'm right alongside you, here by that I'm behind you But always got you, end the discussion, nothing means more First one to offer his shoulders for what you preach for Thought I saw the eyes of the world until I seen yours And know that I ain't see a better view yet I'm with whatever, so don't ever you fret Know that you covered, not a hurdle or a heartbreak To change what a partake Cause none of them won't ever get comfortable in your walkway My job is to aware you, fully loaded Prepare you for all of the above that I'm never letting get near you. But still, I know, give you every advantage I found. Couldn't find a better fit for them, along with my crown. And since the baton was passed, hopping down, cause feeling's not an option, and dad is not a noun, not at all. The story contained in the following auditory experience is free of sex, drug references, drug dealers, guns, gangs, pimps, prostitutes, and twerking. Although the title of this tale contains a hip-hop reference and the story largely taking place in an urban setting, this is not to be classified as urban street literature. We prefer that it be more aptly classified as hip-hop fantasy. My word is born 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 The Chronicles of a Hip-Hop Legend, Paths of Grand Wizardry. Written, produced, arranged, and narrated by D.D. Turner for the Turner Scribe Publishing Group. Original music composed and produced by The Passion Hi-Fi for Evil Twin Records, UK. Kwame Harris for Successful Tones Publishing. Kyle Owens for Impact Records, Fresh Air Management. I now give you the Chronicles of a Hip-Hop Legend, Paths of Grand Wizardry. within the confines of a large rectangle. Our African BBF brother has revealed that this is an ancient map. The dots represent the general position of the five lost artifacts with reference to some of the Earth's continents before they drifted apart. Check it out. Each dot matches the original position of five of the seven continents, illustrated AT, as he pointed to the magical transparent panels. So the artifacts are spread out over some of the continents? Asked Chris, attempting to confirm the affirmations of A.T. Word up, and we need to retrieve all of them before feedback does. If he gets to them before Russ, it's a wrap, A.T. confirmed bluntly. Y'all know what my life is like. 
How do you expect me to be globe hopping knowing that I'm a teenager with school obligations? Chris expressed, angered at what appeared to be the BBF's blatant disregard for his pre-existing life. Don't trip. We've got you covered, A.T. confirmed before tossing a handful of magic dust into the air. The sparkling particles trickled down toward the floor slowly, but not before revealing a magical portal that displayed the pyramid and sand-occupied plains of North Egypt city of Giza. Chris peered through the parallel land's transparent entrance to see the Great Sphinx standing positioned off into the distance. Getting to these places is nothing. Globe hopping has never been so easy. Once the location is picked, the power of our magic grants it. Go ahead and peep how real it is, the Grandmaster offered, knowing that Chris's state of amazement was largely driven by realistic doubt. In response, Chris allowed the top portion of his body to lean forward through the window-like portal, and immediately he felt the presence of the region's dry heat kiss his face. The sensation was surreal and awkward, causing him to pull his body back to the side of the portal where he felt himself to truly exist. You'll get used to it. Watchdude and I both bugged out when we experienced it for the first time, he assured while snickering. Upon the conclusion of Chris's state of wonderment, the trio continued to navigate the complex's massive amounts of surreal corridors and rooms. Eventually, they came upon a slim, short walkway that overlooked a dimly lit, gray-bricked room. On the wall hung numerous oversized framed pictures of deceased hip-hop legends and contributors. To Chris, the sight and representation of these great individuals proved to be heartwarming, but eerie. Each picture was bursting at the frame's borders with a vibrant, flickering backlight, while the actual portraits of the people contained a certain level of realism. While some of the representations depicted the falling legend indulging in a freestyling session, others depicted the actions of drawing graffiti, DJing, breakdancing, or knowledge building. The captured action was a true reflection of the deceased legend's hip-hop craft. Did Watchdude talk to you about our practice of soul capturing? Well, what you see in those frames is a direct result of this, confirmed the Imperial Grandmaster. The process of soul capturing happens immediately upon the death of one of our members, and it retains the portion of the soul that is in tune with our culture. This has proven to be a great tool because valuable information is never lost. It's always accessible in this room, he continued. Check it out. You'll stop. How you living, family? Called out A.T. toward the direction of the awkwardly large framed portraits. Chris examined the life-filled portraits eagerly. He stood in amazement at the thought of stock being alive or lifelike. Suddenly, a translucent apparition of stock one broke from the confines of one of the large frames and floated before the raised walkway. What up, what up, what up, what up? What's poppin'? It's about time you came to pay your respect. It's kind of foul that you took this long, says Stock One jokingly, all the while maintaining an unfamiliar disposition that was full of energy. Stop sweating me. I've been dealing with the little homie. You know me and you go way back like Kango hats and straight leg slacks. A.T. confirmed sincerely and rhythmically. I know, I'm just giving you a hard time. What up, Cypher? Stock genuinely remarked before excitedly acknowledging the presence of Chris. Yo, shorty, I'm sorry about leaving you to deal with that cat feedback. Money got the drop on me a couple of months back, he continued. 
It's all good. But what happened to your chest? The, the, the hole. It's... And, and your, your eyes, there. Chris stuttered as he gawked at the ghost-like apparition of Stock, attempting to validate what floated before his eyes. He poked and prodded at the haze-like mass of Stock. He gets tongue-tied a lot, huh? Stock jokingly questioned of Grandmaster ATN Lennox as he referred to Chris. Just chill, kid. That hole is gone. This side of life doesn't know the scars or ailment, assured Stock. It's still all new to him. I brought him here because I think he still has some reservations about assuming this role. And I think it's a result of what happened to you. Can you run it down for him? A.T. requested of Stock One. No doubt. Listen, Cypher. My situation is a result of my temporary doubt. You see, doing this job for close to 25 years wasn't easy. At a certain point, I just felt like I could fix the problem without relying on the ideals of the ancient Black Five tribe or my family at the BBF. To keep it 100 with you, Feedback approached me a couple of months ago saying that he wanted to cease the madness. He wanted a truce. Something about his approach seemed sincere, so I agreed to sit down with him. It appeared that we were moving in the right direction in terms of squashing the beef. Everything was on the up and up between us. At the fort of my own, I even broke bread with son. Suddenly, feedback started bugging, and the supposed attempt at squashing the beef was abandoned on this part. I later found that I was a victim of what those suckers at the HHD called selective poisoning, which means my existence was ultimately controlled by the HHD clan. It wasn't until the night that you and I were at that club that they made the decision to pull the trigger, so to speak. A somber stock exclaimed. Luckily, the BBF medallion replenished my life. Word to my mother I was ready to hit feedback with the ill BBF magic. But just when I was ready to conjure, well, you know the rest. Stock found himself speechless. Yo, Cypher, never question the ability of this medallion or our culture. Also, never doubt the direction and support of our brotherhood. We will always have your back, he sincerely continued as he made reference to the BBF relic. I think the young lad is in receipt of your well-placed message, added Lennox. I do understand. And by the way, I was never able to figure out what you were talking about in the club that night. You know, when you were talking about radials, tunnels, and time, inquired Chris, as he still displayed his state of confusion over the statement. Doc maintained his vivid state of levitation before the platform walkway. He shot an affirming glance at A.T. and Lennox and nodded at them both. Just believe in yourself, and the power that exists within will always shine, despite the limitations of time. One, 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 one. The physically departed stock prophesized before returning to the four-sided confines of his large frame. He's always available, so feel free to come see him or any of the others whenever you have a question, advised A.T. as he made reference to the wall of virtual portraits. By now, Chris had become numb to the confines of the BBF's magical complex, from making the acquaintance of an arrogant talking lynx to conversing with the soul of the clearly departed Stock One. The continuous offering of surreal experiences had become synonymous with the hip-hop advocating group's existence. And this was just the beginning. As they exited the ghostly walkway, Chris lagged behind as a result of his attention being magnetized toward one of the hanging frames. 
Although unfamiliar to him, the ghostly depiction of one specific soul appeared to grab at his interest in an unexplainable way. Unlike the other portraits, including that of Stock, Chris had never heard of this man, and he leaned over the elevated walkway's banister to squint at the small name plaque positioned at the bottom of the frame. Grand Wizard Threat. Chris remarked aloud slowly as he deciphered the distant text. Grand Wizard Threat? I've never heard of him, he continued unto himself. Chris couldn't peel his eyes away from the frame. The disposition of the lively soul screamed a certain level of familiarity to him. Additionally, there was an awkward physical resemblance between him and who he considered to be an unknown hip-hop legend. And suddenly, the weirdly familiar representation of Grand Wizard Threat lifted its eyes to glance out into the poorly lit room toward the position of Chris. For several seconds, their eyes locked, and an unspoken yet powerful communing of souls and hearts took place. As the departed threat lifted himself from his seated position without breaking eye contact with the young man, Chris became frantic and turned on his heels to scurry out of the darkened room. Yo, who is Grand Wizard Threat? I've never heard of him, inquired Chris as he caught up with the progressing ATN Linux. The two became overwhelmed with panic, and the trade-off of stutters ensued while they both searched for an answer to Chris's simple question. Who? A.T. inquired, hoping that Chris's question was heard incorrectly. Threat. There was a soul by the name of Grand Wizard Threat in the room. It had me tripping. Who was he? Chris restated. Don't be so inquisitive. He's just another famous departed b-boy well before your time, Lennox dismissively answered as he circled around the feet of A.T. Chris became suspicious of the evasive answer, but didn't feel the need to pursue a more in-depth explanation with reference to the unfamiliar Grand Wizard threat. While A.T. and his feline sidekick Lennox were aware of the family dynamic between the departed father, Threat, and his surviving son, Chris, they decided to withhold the information for fear of Chris's focus shifting from being that of hip-hop preservation to avenging the death of his father. And if this occurred, the BBF was sure that this problem would inevitably lead to the culture becoming fully susceptible to the maniacal wrath of feedback, among other ploys of destruction. After several more informative stops within the BBF complex, the trio arrived back in the main lobby, where the five symbolic pillars stood. Shortly after the three indulged in some small general conversation, the furry Lennox broke away, leaving A.T. and Chris left to address some last-minute issues. So, what do you think? Are you ready for this ride? inquired A.T., Chris stood silent for several seconds. He still couldn't believe that he was chosen to assume the role of hip-hop savior. This is crazy. I, I just don't understand. Peace, friend. This is Dee, Dee Turner coming to you live from the BBF complex. My Viewatron signal is having problems, so I'll make this quick. I wanted to personally thank you for listening and also wanted to take this opportunity to inform you of some upcoming items. For starters, there is a second book in the series, as well as subsequent installments. You didn't think that I would bring you to the cliff's edge and not provide you with a parachute or gliding device. Check out for the second book in the series entitled Cypher and the Lost Relic of Pangea's Core, set for release late 2014 or early 2015. Visit chroniclesofahiphoplegend.com to see information on book two. Visit the Chronicles of a Hip Hop Legend on Facebook and hiphops underscore wizard on Twitter 
or Instagram to receive new developments and information on the series. Also, keep an eye out for the Chronicles of a Hip Hop Legend merchandise. From stickers to t-shirts, we'll have an array of items for you to represent the series and the cause of Chris Cypher Ellison. Uh oh, seems like the signal is compromised. Can you hear me? Hello? Hey yo, can you hear me? Man, sounds like feedback may be close. I gotta bounce. Until next time, fam, this is Dee Dee Turner. Out, 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 out. For you, yeah, yo. There whenever it matters, and even more when you feel like it doesn't. Protect you so you never feel like you wasn't. No, I'm right alongside you. He but that I'm behind you, but always got you. Hinder discussion, nothing means more. First one to offer his shoulders for what you preach for. Thought I saw the eyes of the world until I seen yours. And know that I ain't see a better view yet. I'm with whatever, so don't ever you fret. Know that you covered, not a hurdle or a heartbreak to change what a partake. Cause none of them won't ever get comfortable in your walkway. My job is to aware you, fully loaded. Prepare you for all of the above that I'm never letting get near you. But still, I know, give you every advantage I found. Couldn't find a better fit for them, along with my crown. And since the baton was passed, I've been down. Cause failing's not an option, and dad is not a noun, not at all. My message to any dad, man, first off, know that, yeah, it, it is a hard job, but it's the greatest job in the world. I wouldn't trade it for anything, I wouldn't change anything about it. Everything you're doing from here on out. If it didn't have purpose before, now it has purpose. It's the most important thing you'll ever do. Just be a dad.